Hello again. Welcome to the Tapping Cup with Daryl and Ian. Uh, back on home soil now, thankfully, for a long two weeks in Disneyland full of screaming kids and shouting Americans. Left me to fend for myself and do some solo podcasts, didn't you? <laughs> um, I see that the views have gone significantly down and the podcast has nearly ended in that time. People love hearing a grumpy old man just talk to himself, not like a lunatic. What but, I did uh, notice is on some of the, the episodes that you put out, the little um, special that you did, um, the, the bonus episode, Double Tap, a little dig at me at the end, didn't you? you thought, I did. thought I wouldn't catch that. Yeah. I I. I, I I think I had a dig up both of you on both of them. So I think you must have missed. Oh, the I missed one. the second one. Oh, yeah. I think did I not? I thought you might have brought it up. I think on the second one I called you my sidekick. So uh, oh no, I got. Was... I just ignored that. Um, just goes up my head. But uh, yeah, I thought I couldn't take not have the chance to have a little dig. That would be completely inappropriate to not take the opportunity. The funniest bit were obviously you said in the the dull tap episode. Oh, it'd be really good if we could make this the most viewed episode. And I've checked the views. And I think it's, it's the, the worst. It's <laughs> the least viewed episode. Sounds low though, isn't it? And I, I knew that that was going to never be the case. But I just thought I thought I'd throw it out there just that I knew it would kill you a little bit inside if that was the case. But. Um, I had no worries. <laughs> I, I, I think you were, you were safe in that, but want to tell the listeners where you've been, what you've been up to in Disneyland? Not really. Uh, Throwing your life away? Yeah. Well, my missus don't listen to this anyways, it's all right. Um, yeah, went to the sunny heights of Orlando, spent two weeks in Disneyland, did all the parks and stuff. Uh, weather were all right for the most part. Some days it were horrendous. It was pissing it down on one of days, which just happened to be the... Uh, Ecuador Qatar opening game, which were quite fun. A lot of Ecuadorians in, uh, I think, it were Universal. So one of the most enjoyable games that sounds dog shit. I've yeah, yeah, it a long I, time. I, yeah, yeah, I, really I enjoy it. Um, we were sat in ESPN or N- NBC World of Sports bar or something like that, and yeah, it, it's just it's a completely different world over there. And pints cost like ten dollars, which is horrendous. I c- can't remember if I'm being nice with pints in America. They come, is it like uh, a European one where it comes out and the head's like, you're like, are you going to take that back and pour me a proper pint? Or was it at least. No, it had no head. It was like just a shit watery pint. Um, they're obsessed with Bud Light over there. I don't know why, because Bud Light tastes like piss. But yeah, obsessed with Bud Light. Um, don't really serve Budweiser that often unless it's in a bottle. And don't really serve any other beers on tap that often unless it's Bud Light. Guinness is really popular over there, weirdly. Um and the Guinness can't remember, Guinness Harp. Have you tried that? No. It's the Guinness Lager. It's alright actually. It's not actually, too bad. Maybe I maybe I've tried that, I think, in Ireland. Yeah. I don't, I don't think remember I did it in, in America. There's a lot of Irish but, um, pubs in yeah, Florida, so to be a lot of but, generally everywhere you yeah, go there's an Irish pub. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, we're all right. But I think it was really romantic that you proposed at Disneyland and you were both dressed up as Frozen. I think I mean, that, fancy that's, dress, that's really romantic, wasn't it? First of all, you can't dress up as Frozen. Showing your age there. Secondly, it were a very quick, well thought out thing. Went to plan, but not too prolonged. Although she did keep me kneeling down on one knee for about about 10 seconds before she set out in tears, so I thought, oh no, you were right all along. I, I warned you, but uh, you said yes in the end, so I suppose that's the main thing. Yep, so life ready to be signed away in a couple <laughs> of years. Um, but I suppose you've got, there is always a positive in life, and the positive would be a stag do. Yeah, and we plan on going to Vegas. So, that's, uh, I mean, the main positive about the entire so, old day. On the European special, you've just slagged <laughs> them off coming back. I slagged them off pretty hard and we've admitted that we're going back again yeah uh, we're going back over there your third so, uh, time in vegas isn't it it will be the hat trick mm-hmm. um the, yeah the third and final time to be fair i don't feel i almost feel like at two no one probably needs to go back to vegas again i did it with the missus i've done it on a stag deal with the lads i feel like i conquered it but i will definitely go again i feel like if there was a fourth time i'm being a little bit go somewhere new oh well I, I think the reason that it's probably the third and final time is things are probably going to go considerably wrong because just is my luck it won't be a, a proper daryl stag do if it's not ending in someone oh, being set on fire i thought you were going to say things would go wrong as in you're not going to get married i was like don't you fucking dare break up <laughs> until we've had the stag do you can't take vegas away from me after saying that i need that yeah megan if you're listening that's uh one to wait on so if you are planning on splitting up for me 
please, with me, Megan, but with someone please. called let, let, let Tyrone. Let's go, to, um, let's, go to, let's go to Vegas first, please. Come on, <laughs> g- give an old man a break. I need this. But the main positive of the entire holiday is the fact that games are coming thick and fast while over there. So woke up, game at eight o'clock. Um, game at three o'clock, I think it were over there, or two o'clock. Must have been two o'clock. And then there were a later one at like five. So it were really good, actually. Because I got all my games. Even here, I mean, I love the World Cup. But ten AM start when you've got work, it's quite unmanageable, isn't it? For most, apart from the weekends, it's a bit. As much as I love football, but a ten o'clock game kicking off over here seems a bit crazy, doesn't it? Really, you know. Well, if, if I'd have been here, one of the things that we discussed is going to see the whale. No, it'd have been the American game, wouldn't it? Which was a right, Friday night. Been, yeah. But one of the games, well, it would have been a run, wouldn't it? So it'll have been before. No, after. Sorry. No, it would have been before you recorded that um, last tapping cup, um, the 6-2. But, yeah, that would have been at, what, 1 o'clock over here? Something silly? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 1 o'clock. Which is, I think it were 8, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock-ish in um, America, which were quite good because we woke up and went to get breakfast. Because I think it was the first England game was, I, be- I think that was when you'd already gone. I basically watched it on my lunch hour. Yeah, at lunch hour and then just watched it. You know, I'm going to say because it's an horrible time really for majority of people to watch it over here. And Qatar's World Cup has gone fantastically for them, hasn't it? First home nation knocked out after two games. First, is it not the first home nation to not picked up a point as well? May well be, but I mean that it doesn't really come as any surprise today, and it's not like they were awarded the World Cup on footballing grounds. So no. I don't think anyone should be in the, the, the least bit surprised at how dog shit Qatar have been. No, I mean, they have been... I thought at least they would offer some up, but there was just nothing there. I've never heard of any of the players, and I don't think I ever will again, to be honest. They're not exactly going to get picked up after World Cup either, but it's quite a few results that have happened since the last game that you covered, which I believe was France and Australia? Yes, sir. I mean, I think it finished 4-1 when I was recording that one. Uh, the match was live and Australia actually went one up. So um, I think I'd said it was going to show a bit of character from France and then they came steamrolling back, didn't they? Uh, Mbappe, I think, got a couple in that game. But I think what the plan is, is just to, it's been a little while since we did that one. We're just going to run through the results, aren't we, um, that have happened since then. And if there's a if there's a point to note or anything interesting on the games, then we'll chime in. Otherwise, we'll catch you up until where we are today. And first, then... first point to make is Mbappe did not get a couple in that game. So did he not? Already starting off strong. No, it was Giroud got two in that. He um, got one though, didn't he? And then did he get a couple? In yeah, the next Mbappe game? got a single goal and then scored two against Denmark. I thought so for a minute when you had that little smile on your face, you were going to be <laughs> uh, something like Mbappe didn't score two. Mbappe scored two and picked me up on my pronunciation. But um... That's not something I do. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we'll run through them very quickly. We'll start with the dizzying heights of Morocco and Croatia. Nil-nil. Dog shit, 10am. <laughs> Who watched that? Nothing to say. Yeah, next game. So the big shock, and I watched this um, over there and there were a lot of um, German Second fans. Second biggest shock of the group round, would you say? We'll come on to the other one first. But, uh, where would you rate that one in terms of shocks? I would have that second after to Argentina. Uh, yeah, Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia, but Japan beating Germany would be the second biggest result. I'll be honest, it, it would on paper, but Germany have been pretty lacklustre. Japan aren't terrible either. Yeah, you know, they've Japan got a looks big, quite decent, good. Decent players. They're one of those teams that um, the sum of all the parts is more than the individuals. They play well together. They've got a, a rhythm. Um, you know, they, I, I remember. Remember Honda. Yeah. Kazuki Honda, fucking great player. Um, they haven't really got a talisman anymore like that, but um, good working Hollywood team. Germany are, uh, are shit. So I, I agree with you. I don't think on paper that the Saudi result was a bigger one anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, Spain then ran riot against Costa Rica, which, to be honest, it's a little bit of a surprise to me because I didn't think that Costa Rica were that poor going into this. I know they haven't been the team that they once were when the, I remember the, us playing um, them in one of the tournaments as well previously. But yeah, Spain didn't look that good and yet still managed to make Costa Rica look horrendous. Agreed. And I'll be honest, it was a little bit reminiscent of what I'd said on the first episode of Tapping Cup about England, that that was never a 6-2 and that was never a 7-0. You know, it was undeserved by Spain. They took the chances. I thought Torres made a difference when he came off the bench. That seemed to sort of start from him coming on 
a bit more of an avalanche of quick goals, but that was Spain weren't that good. No, and Costa Rica were horrendous. I mean, any team that concedes to Morata, I think uh, I've written it in the. I heard on the last game I watched Spain, he's got a frightening number of international goals. It's like it's 20, quite good, 29 yeah, or something say. like that for we've Spain. Got, he's got two this tournament, and we'll come on to the, the next game. But um, Belgium beating Canada. So I get, maybe I'm, I'm jumping ahead a bit here because we've got the benefit of hindsight. So Belgium must be the biggest underachievers and disappointments of the tournament for me so far. 100%. Yeah, I, I thought there's been hyped up for the last few years. A little bit funny like England's golden generation. So you Beckham, you Lampard, you Gerrard, everybody expected them to just smash those teams and it just didn't happen And for whatever reason. Belgium's talent is undeniable. Some of the players that they've got are absolutely outstanding. But Kevin De Bruyne has been non-existent. Best midfielder in the world. They don't give him the ball. You, you, I remember hearing him on commentary, in the commentary watching the matches. Just give the ball to De Bruyne and he'll do something. For, I mean, I think was it Batshuayi who scored in the end? Now, if that clown is scoring, then... But they, yeah, he was just starved of the ball. They just cut the ball off. I'll tell you the only thing like, I do remember about the game. I, I had a lot of build-up about Canada. And, as you know, they've got a few decent players. Alfonso uh, Davis, Jonathan David in particular... I thought they were really disappointed in that match. They, I didn't really see anything from them that made me think or live up to the hype that I'd seen pre-tournament about being a bit of a surprise package. Yeah, I agree. And there's rumours, again, with the, the benefit of hindsight, as you say, there's rumours about um, a bust-up, isn't there, in uh, Belgium's dressing room. So apparently De Bruyne has been throwing punches and stuff like that. And the manager's come out, uh, is it Martinez, the manager? And he said, no, no, it's, it's completely false. But these sort of rumours always stem from somewhere. I can't ever imagine... De Bruyne is not the kind of person I would imagine throwing bombs in a fucking changing room. Getting attacked by Kevin from Home Alone. Um, but yeah, um, so there was that. And then we had uh, following day... So that Jesus Christ, that were all one day, the results. Uh, following day, Switzerland beat Cameroon. Did watch because the time, first game. Done yeah, 10 a.m. Yeah. No, it was pretty standard... World Cup filler, as was the the following game, which was Jesus Christ. The only thing comment I did have about that Uruguay nil South Korea, say, nil. which is the next game. Yeah. So on the games that I've missed, being a bit of a geek with the football, I like to get in and I like to catch up on the BBC or the you know the highlights. That highlight for that game was one shot. <laughs> I remember watching it and thinking, how dog shit is this game that the highlights lasted literally twenty seconds? So that must have been the most woeful game to watch possible. I have to be honest, I didn't see it. So I made quite Sounds a point. Like you of, didn't miss anything yeah, else. I was going to say, I made a point of watching as many games as I could while we were over there. But yeah, and not for me. I'm not going to push me time to try and watch uh, Uruguay, South Korea. So, following game, uh, very nearly a, a fantastic comeback. So, Portugal, uh, Ghana, 3 uh, 2, it finished to Portugal. Saw the highlights on this one because I didn't get to see the game. I thought uh, Portugal got lucky as fuck. I mean, what was their keeper doing at yeah. the end? That, did you see that? The, uh, and the oldest trick Ronaldo's in the book, face as he's holding his head um, sidelines. Like, what on earth their keeper was doing for, for those who didn't see it. Uh, player was I think technically behind the goal line wasn't he so he was off the clear to play keeper didn't see him keeper last minute throws the ball out to kick it uh, and the player comes round sneaks right decent player as well it's the guy I thought I've got to be honest I thought he played for Spain already uh, Inaki Williams yes. plays up front for Athletic Bilbao yeah. I thought he'd already declared for Spain I was quite shocked when I, I watched the highlights to see that that was him uh, and basically nicked the ball off his foot and then fell over at the last second didn't he so he, he literally slipped um, I thought he could have played it back to be honest he tried to take glory for himself and switch around I thought he could have just passed it but uh, Captain Ruta was that were coming forward to Portugal well, they always get lucky like that though I mean they're always with Ronaldo an attacking threat going forward but they tend to be pretty leaky at the back so it didn't surprise me but yeah highlights looked a pretty good game uh, from that one yeah uh, next up was Brazil-Serbia. So Brazil coming out two and the winners there. I texted you on that one, didn't I? Because I actually had a feeling it didn't turn out quite what I texted you, but I had a feeling, particularly that was the end of the first week. I think that was the end of all the first match days. I thought that was going to be the... had the potential to be the best game of that whole match group. Serbia, underrated team. You know, Brazil tend to be good going forward, poor at the back. Brazil played okay in patches, but I thought Serbia were disappointing. Got a highlight with Charleston's second goal, which oh, were absolute outstanding. Classy. A ridiculous goal. How how do you go from someone that hasn't scored in the Premier League in whatever many games he has for, for Tottenham? I think he scored, they said in commentary, either one or two goals all season for Spurs in the Champions League. And he looked magic for them, didn't he? 
Um, yeah, I, I, just out of absolutely nowhere as well. Um, it were a quick sort of 10-minute turnaround, wasn't it? I thought quite a close game, and then Brazil just turned it on a little bit. and then They do that, though, again, with jumping ahead. But in the, in the second game, they struggle for long periods, and then Casemiro scored a sweet goal to, yeah, to save, I save them. I thought going to have them as well. But um, yeah, as you say, we'll, we'll come on to that. Uh, so next game, gives me great delight in saying this. Uh, Wales nil, Iran 2. So after all the Huster and Bluster, oh, it's only Iran, it doesn't matter if you beat them 6-2, they go and lose to them. And it were, or it two last-minute goals? Really late. Which uh, and latest winner of World card Cup for the, the keeper, keeper um, as well, which I think seemed to be the, 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 the downfall uh, for for them. But um, in England's group, so I didn't see it, but was keeping an eye on it because of the implications with England. Yeah, I'd watch that one because... Um, I did expect Wales to put a bit more of a fight, but it were hilarious to see them lose. And, and obviously, we'll come on to what happened to Wales shortly. But um, next game, the most disappointing host nation of all time won Senegal 3. Surprised me a bit, only because I thought Senegal would be lacking a bit of a cutting edge without Mane. Um, so for him to see him score three, got, I mean, it's Qatar, so maybe not. But um, um, yeah, seemed an okay game from the highlights on that one. Uh, Netherlands won and Ecuador won. I think you had backed Ecuador to do a little bit more this tournament. I, I was really impressed with them from the first game. I thought um, they'll be they, they were they from the stats again. I didn't watch this one, saw the highlights. They looked like they were they had more ball uh, possession than the Netherlands, made more chances. I think they could feel slightly un, hard done by there for that to end up as a draw. Yeah, and got a highlight which we will do in the Netherlands Qatar game as well. Um, your man, who you said would score and do quite well at this this tournament, scores again. Um, Cody top score, really? Yeah. Um, he's, he's going to Man U, isn't he? I mean, he's, him in Bellingham, I think I said on the first tapping cup as well, so before they'd even played, one of the the young player of the tournament would Bellingham or Gakpo. And it's not looking, from what I've seen so far, any different. I think both of them will just be Dortmund and PSV absolutely rubbing their hands together in terms do, of the value. Um, does Mbappe still qualify for young player at all? Still only twelve. Good question. Twenty-two is he? So I think it might be under twenty-one, but is we'll it? have to look at that. That's a good question because yeah, he would definitely. I I maybe assumed that he wouldn't be, but yeah, if he's in, if he's under the age limit for that, he would be. It would be one of them. It'll be gap. But if if there's any justification with the actual award, I think at the moment, if you're not including Mbappe, it'll be Gakpo, unless you're going to give it to one of the young Spanish lads because I assume that they'll score a few more goals, but they're not going to give it to a Bellingham just for the sake of the fact that he's not a goal scorer. And these types of awards go mental for goal scorers, don't they? Yeah, I mean, Gakpo for me would be the obvious leading contender at the moment. How much is he worth, that curiosity? <sighs> Officially, according to Transfermarkt, or in terms just of what a, I think your, someone would yeah, actually your pay. Yeah, your opinion. I won't put you well, on if, you look at the, if you look at the crazy values that people are paying and you try to justify... 70 to 80. I wouldn't disagree. I think, especially if it is Man U that he's bound for, I think that they'll overpay anywhere. So you're probably looking at close to 80. I tell you what, it'd have been good signing this summer, wouldn't it? Imagine if you'd have bought him on last day at, at transfer window. That'd have been a I cracking think I you, didn't I? Imagine if you got Gapo and Cravadonna for Leeds. Them two as your, your, your wingers uh, outside Bam. Even Bamford might score with them two, supplying him with uh, assists. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's one of these that'll definitely be one of the more painful ones to have got away from Leeds because he is not in a month of Sundays going to Leeds United anymore. Um, yeah, and then we had the disappointment that was England-United States. So, nil-nil, I was obviously in America to so watch that. In an American bar, it was populated by all but three people who were American. We had uh, three other people, obviously other than me and, and Meg, but three other people sat back wearing full England shirts, cheering and going mental every single time because obviously we don't know how to behave when we go into different countries. Um, just disappointing. I thought Tyler Adams' rant show, which obviously I'm quite, bi- quite biased because he's a Leeds player, but I thought he bossed the he midfield. He did it very good. Um, but I thought England, if they'd have turned it on, should have rolled over them. I thought they looked really, really flat, really poor that game. Uh, in the United States, who had a, a good intensity about them, I thought yeah. they were um, England. You say were flat; they didn't be able to up their intensity in the game a bit like they did against Wales. Again, very similar in some ways. First half was absolute dog shit, wasn't it? Again, we'll come on to this, um, but um, it was just a 
terrible 90 minutes of football, if we're being perfectly honest. But there wasn't a lot of chances. There wasn't a lot of action. It was just very tactically and both, you know, it felt like America neutralised England very well. 100%. And I think, to be honest, they should have won America. I thought they were, they had the better chances and they should have put one away. And obviously it's worked out quite well for them with that point, but they could have been a lot better off if they'd have won, of course. Um, yeah, disappointment. End of a week, do you know what I mean? It'd been a hard week at work. Got home. Um, Got Mrs. was out, got the pizza in, got the rum in, got ready to get a bit smashed and watch it. And then they say, just that really took the shine off the week, really. It was really just crap. Just as you say, shit really to watch, cool. wasn't it? Nothing to really cheer or get behind. Um, incredibly deflating. But point to point, and we move, you know, we carry on. Yeah. Uh, so then we had the Saturdays games. So Australia beat Tunisia 1 0. I watched all four of these games because it was Saturday. Jesus. I was like, fuck it, I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to treat myself, I'm going to watch all four. None of them were great games to watch. Um, so, yeah, nothing really. I think it was well, that, that, Dukes. Is it Mitchell yes, Dukes Duke. who scored so for Australia. That Decent header. It proved to be a decisive result uh, as of today's results, which obviously we'll come on to. But, um, yeah, massive result for Australia. In the really good header. Um, pretty shit game. Um, Poland, Saudi Arabia 2-0. I watched this in the pool. It was freezing that day in, in uh, Florida. But, yeah, that were... A terrible, terrible game. Not a good game. So, how often do you get a chance to sit down and think, do you know what, fuck it, I'm going to watch four games of football today and I was disappointed with all of them. Um, yeah, uh, next game, France 2, uh, Denmark 1. Yeah, this is, you can finally say it and get it Mbappe. right. Mbappe. Yeah, and he scored twice. Um, so Looked classy, didn't he? Just yeah, everything he, 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 he always does. does. And he's so, he is frighteningly quick. Yeah. Despite, like, you watch him, I can't remember watching someone pull away from someone that quickly that's how you can ju- as a judge when he ends in one kick how quickly does he get away from them and he's like lightning and he like beyond the ju- I, I don't remember watching someone that quick probably since the the original Ronaldo yeah and it's, it's not of... just that is it it's as Messi had it's that weird ball control so despite running at that pace he can he run as with quick with the ball yeah. as he can without there are some people who are speed merchants and can just knock it and Dan run James. Dan James perfect example probably not many people quicker on paper however Mbappe's that quick dribbling with the ball yeah and then, sensational no more often than not has a, an end product a bit disappointed with Denmark um, considering I know they're usually a close-knit team they had all of the, the Eriks and stuff from the Euros but um didn't think they were great, great, really. No, they were pretty poor. Um, and obviously, again, we'll come on to the next results, but they've finished bottom of the group, which is really poor in that group with Tunisia or Australia as well. You'd think that they've got to be pushing for qualification. Uh, and then the final game of that day was Argentina 2, Mexico 0. So obviously the pressure were quite heavily on Argentina, having lost the first game and lost it embarrassingly. Um, but the man does it again. You know, classy again, but they were rare moments in that game. He It wasn't, again, like he was fantastic for that whole game. You know, they were the rare moments of quality. Again, I thought Mexico did a good job of neutralising them. They are quite a, a team like that, that they haven't got many stars themselves. They've only really got um, Lozano. It's their kind of a, a pacey outlet, isn't it? But even he, they, they, Argentina did a good job of keeping the ball away from him. But... Um, yeah, I'll be honest, it was a disappointing day because I thought to myself, out of those four games, there would be at least one of them would have been pretty decent to watch. None were, were particularly great. On that, if, and again, I haven't looked into too much detail about how the draw works in terms of who we can potentially get, but if it was Argentina that you were going to come across in the tournament, are they Group C? Which we can, I think, suppose we can. Take that every get day. Yeah, I wouldn't be scared of them at all. Put it I... this way, I'd take them rather than France, who yeah, are supposed to, we're supposed to be getting, uh, I think, in the quarters, if it pans yeah, out. Yeah, because it'll be, so A versus B at the moment. So obviously we've ended up with um, Senegal. Senegal. Yeah, and then you would assume the winners of C and D and those two games will then progress to play whoever is going to play in those two games. Yeah, I read something the other day that was some weird thing that they'd charted it all out using some prediction uh, AI, which is basically, you mean some bullshit computer. But um, yeah, and it was France, us was the quarterfinal, France to beat us. And then ultimately, I believe it was, they had um, Brazil Brazil to win it. it. Yeah, brilliant. It's a a good predictor that, and uh, you should definitely pay them a lot of money. Um, so the following Nearly day... as good as... Do you remember that anyone just on a side note of that of a predictor? Do you remember that fucking one was it a couple of World Cups ago where they had an octopus 
I do remember, do you remember that. that. Like, I can't remember, an octopus just picked out some shit out of a jar, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is who's going to win it." Like, what a, well, a seal picked Wales to beat England last night. So, fuck that seal. Well, that shows you about not being funny. <laughs> that fucking seal's wrong. Uh, a brain, not brainless, but an animal with no intelligence just picking something. Well, what did you expect? Yeah, but yeah, I remember the octopus in terms of the most ridiculous um, prediction. Devices or they animals. Got loads or of stuff right, didn't it? And they were like, oh, it's, a it's got, I think they tried class. to do it because, oh, they're really intelligent animals. Yeah, they are, in that they can manipulate their bodies through shapes and use logic for problem solving. They can't look into the fucking future. Do you know what a ridiculous thing? Bet 365's yeah. mascot. Um, yeah, so the next day, funnily enough, despite us absolutely ripping into Costa Rica, they then go and beat Japan. Uh, very similar to some of the general chats we've talked about on the main podcast of Japan. You'd be fucking livid if you were a, a Japanese fan. You go and beat Germany, and then you lose to a team that just got spanked seven 0 and it makes it completely worthwhile. So, uh, worthless, not worth, yeah. worthless. So you'd have been seething if you were Japanese over that result. Um, Golden Boys lost two 0 to Morocco. Horrendous. Watch that one. That they is were awful. Yeah, that wopper, um, or really poor. I were um, back in England for that, and as you can probably tell by my voice. Full of flu because some dickhead were coughing at the back of my head on plane, and that was not a fun watch. While not having slept in twenty four hours as well. Um, thanks, Belgium. And then Croatia go and spank Canada. Good game uh, out of the weekend games. To be honest, again, I think I watched I watched all four or at least three of the four on Sunday. That was a good game. I thought good spark from Canada. Took the lead early on, and suddenly thought, oh, are they here? This is it. Is this the team that um, everybody been talking about? Spoilers: and then... they were not. Croatia came rolling back and looked very, very good, actually. They're always one of those teams, aren't they? They never really win things, Croatia, but they get quite Boring. Far. They're just a boring team to watch, Croatia. I never entertain them. Like when they, they beat us in the uh, semi-finals that time, it was just a boring game. They, they didn't blow us away, but they just did enough. They're super effective, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not like As you it. say, they're not fancy. They're not going to you know, impress you, but they do the basics very well. But I, I thought that that was one of the best performances of the tournament. I thought I thought they were very good in that game. Spain versus Germany. Again, high-pressure game for Germany because if they'd have lost that, I think they'd have been looking at being knocked out. In fact, I think they would have been knocked out, wouldn't they? Um, obviously, late goal for Germany or a later goal for Germany kept them in it and it was one all in the end. Getting a bit of a letdown on paper was probably the biggest match of the tournament in terms of two big teams uh, at that stage. But I thought um, Spain were good in patches. Germany were poor all the way throughout. I thought draw maybe have been fair result. I thought Spain probably shaded it for me. Um, I think you say Germany. It was a late, uh, a late one. Um, Germany bottom, so they must be bottom at group mostly because Costa Rica have got a win, Japan have got a win, and Spain have won and drawn. So Germany have to win then, don't they? They win the last game. I think that's against right. Costa Rica. Yes, which you'd probably fancy him to do, wouldn't you? Um, but it won't matter if Japan get any sort of result against Spain because then Japan will end up with four points because cool. oh, no, Germany have drawn aren't they yeah so they've got a draw I'm just looking at it's it goal now. difference isn't it that's going to come down goal to goal difference you've got Costa Rica if they get the same goal difference minus, minus six. six so yeah. they're, they're, they're struggling um, Japan have got a zero got, um, goal difference as well so, um, so they essentially have to either beat Japan's result so win if Japan draw, um, or as long as they don't draw, but they have to win. I mean, and then Spain, I think, are already goals. through. So Spain are likely to maybe they could rest players, couldn't they? Yeah. So that would favour. Yeah, I Japan. don't think that works for any team. Though. I think no, no, it doesn't. I, I agree with you. Players, but maybe. you think if I always think the German managers ever think they still they think fuck it, should we let Japan win to knock the Germans out? So give us. Never. I'm sure never no one ever thinks like that, but I wish they they would. But um... so moving on, you had one of my favourite games of the tournament, which was Cameroon and Serbia, ending three all. Right game from the from the highlights. That again, it's yeah. all, why is it always the fucking ten o'clock in the morning ones that you can't watch? That that, that that should be, you know, that's what you want at seven o'clock when you get home from work and you're trying to unwind. You watch a nice six goal thriller. But um, yeah, definitely from the highlights was one of the best games uh, of the tournament. Yeah, um, quite good to watch. Uh, then you had South Korea and Ghana. Get another good one, three two to really, Ghana. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who scored for Ghana. Was it was it. And you got the winner, maybe, and you plays for, is it, used to be Swansea, or Are Crystal you? Palace now, Are you? Yeah, um, yeah so, um, I don't actually remember, top of my head, I think it was, it wasn't, it was Salisu and Kudus for Ghana. 
Ah, that's right. Who is plays for Ajax? I've yeah. seen a few teams been interested in him or linked with the press recently. He was quite impressed with him again when he played in the Champions League against Liverpool. Looked um, big unit, bit of a goal threat. Well, look all right. Obviously, that three points there that they've got puts him in quite good stead for the uh, the final rounds, which obviously haven't happened yet. But they could end up qualifying with Portugal. Anyone could go through in that group, really. Yeah, um, and then you had. Uh, Brazil beating Switzerland 1-0 which was the game we, we talked about earlier I mean again Brazil were very patchy in, from what I saw uh, very very good goal for, didn't know Casemiro had that in him if I'm honest with you I thought Switzerland were going to hold on it looked like that type of game where Brazil just couldn't score and then all of a sudden they did that would be one of those ones I always look at things from a slightly strange perspective in some ways with, with, with a betting lens on and thinking to myself the bookies would have been absolutely made a Killing if Switzerland had managed to hold on to that, but, yeah. Um, they would have, everyone was pouring on Brazil probably, so I imagine when that that that, that, that they would have um, been disappointed with that. And then I did watch this one Portugal to uh, Uruguay nil, yeah. Uruguay really disappointing. The entire tournament they've been disappointed, really. I mean, obviously, that secures Portugal's qualification. Um, they can still finish second technically, I think, if Ghana win and Portugal don't win in their last game. Um, do they play each other? No, they don't, because they played each other in the first game, did they? Um, so it'll be Portugal and, and South Korea and Ghana and Uruguay. But, yeah, Uruguay are just a shell of the team that they used to be. And the, the strike force isn't even that bad. I mean, what, what's happened to Darwin? Just been, from, from that game, we just starved, starved the service. I touched the ball about three or four times that I could remember. And there was one time when he got it, he, again, where he gets it out on the left, kind of drifts in with a bit of pace and going past people, but just hardly saw the ball. Um, it feels remiss if we were, as much as I can't stand him, Ronaldo, uh, first ever player, score at five, I think on the, the, the first tapping up, I talked about Messi, uh, was became only the fifth player to score him four, and then Ronaldo, in, a, in their own little personal duel of records, goes and says, fuck you, I'll be doing, I'll, I'll do the first person to do him five. So, what, in the Uruguay game? Uh, I think he'd already done it in the oh, game okay. before that, but that was before when they recorded the tapping cup. They hadn't really played, right? Uh, yeah, okay. so because um, he, he were on wanted to get another goal, and there were all that drama about him track. You see the the goal that Fernandez got because Fernandez got the both of them in this. Was this the one where he crossed it in and Ronaldo did the little header? And, and he didn't they... get anywhere near it and he went off celebrating? Yeah. I was just like, you're just a prick. The funny thing I would say about that, I, I'll be honest, I thought from the look and the replays that he just got the faintest of touch. And I, 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 I'll be honest, I gave it credit that I thought that was Ronaldo. What proved to me, which I thought it's the first time I've seen the technology used in football, the next morning I read this actually, is Adidas has used um, Snicko yeah. from cricket yeah. to show that he hadn't actually touched it and actually it was Fernandez's goal. But I'll be honest, from the angle, I didn't think it was that clear that he hadn't touched it. I thought he just got the faintest of flicks it just the ball looked like the trajectory just went down a little bit more as well. So I'll be honest, I, I thought that was a, a golf if, Ronaldo. A life lesson for you. If in doubt, don't believe anything that Cristiano Ronaldo tells you because he's normally a massive liar and gets away with stuff all the time. That's a different different subject completely. Possibly have joined Al Nasser this today as well from um, Rumours, but we can discuss that in the main podcast. Yeah, because he, he really wants that Champions League record, doesn't he? So much so that he's going to join... A Saudi team for massive money. They were talking about it. I think it was on on Talksport. I was listening. They, they'd announced it this morning. They said uh, he'd paid. It was a point from Alistair McCoist to be fair. So it was a good shout by him. But a hundred and seventy three mil a year. What kind of fucking agent says I want a hundred? Surely you either rounding that up to one hundred and seventy five, or do you know what? Just call it a flat one seventy. What a bizarre figure to end up on agreeing on one hundred and seventy three. It's not Mendes, is it? Is it? Think... Ray, was it Rayola? I'm not entirely sure. I don't think Raiola ever had him, if I'm honest. He had, he had Zlatan was his most famous. And Is it Mendes Pogba. then? I think it may be because it's Port- I think it might be Mendes because Portugal. Portuguese connection. But not well. We'll look it up and we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have a. It might be confirmed by Friday, so we can talk about. I'm going to say we can definitely go into it a bit further. Obviously, the less time spent talking about him, the better. Though. Um, and then the final set of results, not including some very quick fire ones from today as well. But uh, Ecuador getting beat two one by Senegal, which guaranteed their qualification I would say disappointed in some ways because I, I quite fancied Ecuador going through however I think if they had gone through it would have been them that they were playing England and I could easily see them have done us 100%. so to be honest with you I wasn't disappointed I, I wouldn't write off Senegal just yet against us we should 
beat them, but we should also beat a lot of teams that we don't beat. So without Mane, they are they should be a lot more blunt. I saw uh, Idrisagana Gears being banned as well. So you got a second yellow in the group stages in the game against Ecuador. So without him, plays a game. pretty key kind of linchpin role for them as well, doesn't he? But um, I think he scored as as well early in the tournament. But um, yeah, I feel a bit sorry for Ecuador. I thought they looked very very decent. And as I said, I'll be honest, if you if you're trying to win the World Cup like England allegedly are trying to do, you have to take teams. someone better than, than Senegal at yeah. some point. So and it's, it's going to be France. <laughs> it's the, the next team, and it's a um, Netherlands going to beat Qatar, which secured their qualification at the top of the group. Uh, I did see in the press that Van Gaal has been getting some stick uh, for how boring the Netherlands are playing compared to the total football they're used to. So much so that apparently had a bit of a spat with a journalist and told him to go home if he wasn't watch- <laughs> enjoying watching the football. Well, Gakpo, again, in that game. So three and three games for him. Um, it's a quite did good you, shout from seeing you. as you, we're showing each other up here, did you, whether you listened to the last episode of Sapping Cup, did you listen to my little bit on uh, du- uh, keepers, Dutch keeper? I didn't. So they're in goal, they've got a chap called Noppert, Andreas Noppert. And I thought to myself, I've never heard of him. I had a look before the first game. Uh, current number one for Hiramveen. Before that, I think he was at a few lower league Dutch teams, including uh, the, the, the funnily named Go Ahead Eagles. He's 28. Before this season, in his whole professional career, he played 31 league games. So he's been a backup what? keeper in the Dutch second division, and now he finds himself starting for Holland in the World Cup. I mean, crazy story. How many um, clean sheets has he got? So obviously, that were a clean sheet. Um, let me it's at least two out of the three, it. I think, isn't it? So, um, da, da, da. While you look that up, I'm going to say you. Um, the you other the game were United States beat Iran um, in England group, so that qualified them in second place. Uh, and England beat Wales three 0 which is also always fun. Uh, two clean sheets. He's two got only conceded one goal, so he's not doing too bad. Um, yeah, United States very nearly bottled this up. Um, balls this up because Iran came back in I quite fancied Iran I wondered if they might go through given that they beat Wales they scored a couple of goals against us and didn't look terrible I I like Tarimi up front plays for for Porto and seen him a few times in the Champions League and surprisingly dangerous for an Iranian player did you see I suppose we can't not talk about this I feel like we're straying away from football but did you see the the geopolitical bullshit around this well, I, I was going to say it's very hard to avoid any sort of politics with Iran and United States. And I saw the, the questioning that you see Tyler Adams um, will get. Yeah, in, I think in the didn't that conference. follow? So I think what kicked it off was America tweeted, or the American, the official Twitter of the American football team, which obviously speaks for the US government, by the way, basically did something without putting a, put up a, a, a changed version of Iran's flag or some shit like that, that, and basically caused a massive stink. Iran were then saying United States should be banned for 10 games because they fucked around with the flag, which is a breach of international law. This is some marketing chump on Twitter for the United States football team. It's not like it's come from fucking Joe Biden, is it? But, I mean, it was complete nonsense. And in some ways, because of all that and Iran kicking off, I was then like, fuck it. I want the state to go and beat him. Well, I've got to mention this to you now. So, did you see the stuff with Messi and Canelo, as in the boxer Canelo? No, I did not. And what, why was that? Because when Argentina played Mexico. Yes. So, obviously, going a little bit back now, but when they played, um, I don't know if it was it was Messi had swapped his shirt. Obviously, very common, especially in a World Cup. Who everyone doesn't wants, want yeah, Messi's everyone shirt? Everyone wants Messi's shirt. So there's a video of all the Argentinians celebrating the win against Mexico, obviously being really happy about it, a lot of relief, and Messi has the shirt, the Mexican shirt, on the floor in front of him. It's not doing up to it. It's not doing anything at all bad to it. People start tweeting it to Canelo, and Canelo starts kicking off because people are basically <laughs> bending the truth on Twitter, which obviously is completely... No! <laughs> outrageous! Um, and basically saying that he's put it on the floor and he's been wiping up stuff with it and using this shirt. And someone sent this picture, and I'll post it on our Twitter account when this goes, <laughs> basically saying that Messi had recorded himself using the shirt at the end of a mop 
what does HDP mean from Calais? I've no idea, but he basically reacted very angrily and was calling, Not a man out, you'd want calling to piss out off. Messi. Yeah, and calling out Messi. So that's the next Jake I mean, Paul on it, Again, we'll maybe fight. save this for the main main podcast, but Twitter in itself has become a little bit of a joke, and it with fucking Elon <laughs> just fucking... Just, it just seems to be winding people up. I just, people... Have you not got anything in the real world to be more worried about than the colour of your fucking tick? I just like, look, I love uh, the idea of Canelo sat at home looking at his phone. He's like, this fucking idiot, Lionel Messi, rubbing me country's shirt all over his dressing room, as if that could ever be true. I'm not going to stick up for me, but that would be bad enough. Imagine 10,000... If, if, if you've got... If you're stupid enough, someone like Canelo, to leave your notifications on and your phone's just going, bing, 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 all these people just going, look at Messi's doing this, just winding you up. And you're a boxer. And let's be honest, you do a load of steroids like Canelo does, then um, it could, you could see how he probably got wound up. But no, I, that, I had not seen that. Yeah, it, hilarious. Literally hilarious. We'll see if there's any more fallout of that on uh, uh, Friday. Is. Thoughts but, on England? I'll be honest, be, uh, you called it bang on, didn't you? Yeah. Um, 3-0. I even put it on his Twitter, just to make sure Did that you? people knew. Yeah, I thought I'd put it a comfortable 3-0, and it were indeed. Um, Henderson's garbage, and that's all I'll say about Even that. in the second half. Yeah, like, you, you sent me that at half-time, and half-time we were exactly like America. It was 45. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching this shit for? I've been hard at work, I come home, I don't need this shit. And they were awful, I thought, in the first half. Yeah, I agree. I thought Wales were very solid, did a very good job. I mean, they were just defending all the time, didn't really have any chances, but set themselves up well. And whenever a team does that, you think that they can't do that for 90 minutes. But I just, I said this to you, I don't understand the game plan at all for Wales. It were essentially, we're going to sit back and try and hit England on the counter. But that wouldn't have got you through because the other result were almost certainly not going to be a draw. Every Wales team, though, over the last, their, their recent spell of success, if we can say that in the Euros and other things that qualified, let's be honest, that's always been the game plan. Keep it tight and hope Bale or Ramsey save us with a, a, a free kick, a moment of magic. They've not. Well, Bale they've not were set awful. Up. Bale oh, were absolutely atrocious. He, he, he taken off really early, wasn't he? He was he's woeful, but with him getting a bit older, you can't expect him to have the same impact on the game, but I still would have been worried if they got a free kick 30 yards out, I'd still been thinking, fuck me, they could be in a well, bit of bother. They'd have here. to get past the halfway line to get a free kick and they just didn't seem to do it, they were just poor. Were, I mean, you got Kiefer Moore up front, what do you expect? A couple, of, to be only to be fair to him, had a couple of nice touches and one particularly good shot in the second half that pulled off a save from... Yeah, uh, a big from, deflection one, it was Maguire's header. Yeah, it was the head, that's so, right. So we're going fair, straight yeah, to right. Yeah, they Going home England just ramped it. it up a bit. That's what you want to see. The half time, you think Southgate got into him a little bit. Um, I'll be honest. Everyone seems to be waxing lyrically about Rashford. Penalty. I'm oh, sorry. Free kick was a good free kick on target. Any decent keeper would have saved it. it was poor goalkeeping for me, rather than a good shot. Second goal was just woeful goalkeeping, wasn't it? Uh, second goal was classy. Rashford, to be fair to him, won the ball back, caused the pressure, didn't he? Amazing ball from Harry Kane. Didn't yeah, even look I mean up. The, the third goal um, for. So the Rashford second goal. Calvin Phillips assist on it. So technically bombed it down. Yeah, debut and gets an assist. Very, very, very good ball. Um, I thought second goal was the best team goal. Um, you know, nice, nice pressure that led to the goal. Fantastic ball from Kane. Didn't even look up. That's the best thing about it. He knows where he wants that ball. He knows where he would want that ball as a striker. So I think he just puts it there and he's like, right, someone get an end of that. And obviously, a tidy finish from Foden as well. Wasn't yeah. it easy that uh, the finish is there? That was a tight angle. Well, it's, and it's normally the type of thing that you can see someone blast over at bar, but he just took it really calm and composed. Right, and just no, it in. sort of it was left foot in that corner. But yeah, I thought he he had his best game of the tournaments as well for, uh, for England so far. Foden, he yeah. seems to have finally come to the tournament. But and obviously, we've got Senegal next. Sets so. up England. I mean, it's nice to have a bit of momentum. Actually, saving the best performance for the, the, the as you go into the group. Group stages, you can you can blow to blow the you know the barn doors off a team in in, in the opening game like a Spain did seven nil and it might not matter. So to me, you want to see improvement as the tournament goes on. So to be honest, as much as we haven't exactly hit the heights, um, uh, you know six to right, it's a ran. We started well, Ooh. but that that was good. That was the Top best scoring nation in group stages. Did not know that, but yeah, so, I suppose we must be. Yeah, I mean, Rashford other... joint top. I yeah. think there's, there's quite a lot of players on on three goals. I think there's a Mbappe. Uh, Valencia Gakpo. I think it's got three Gakpo well Valencia's not getting any more is well, it definitely not no um, <laughs> so he, he's, he's three and done but um, yeah I think there's let's be completely honest we're not fucking winning it we will especially if it pans nah, out to France, it's coming on nah not a chance um, I've, 
seen this shit, been here long enough and too old in the tooth to be like, yeah, we're going to win this. No, we're not going to win it. Don't listen to him, everybody. It's uh, just a miserable old man. It's just been a, bit, it's been a very disappointing, I think, all round for me, just in terms of the quality of the games. You said there's been two or three games in terms of the high scoring, back and forth. You often get a lot better games to watch. It seems to have been a, a thing. Another thing, a comment, how much fucking added time is there in every match? It's something that they've tried to add specifically at the start. I think they did a, a bit of a report on it and basically they said that any moment that the ball is out of play, they're going to add it on. Have you noticed how it started to decline? So like with England last night, it had were it four minutes and then five minutes. And, and one of them the first was games, th- one of the games. 13, 13 minutes, 10, and, minutes 10 and, and 11. It's been ridiculous. I, I don't mind but... it. I'll be honest. I, I think one of the things that they need to crack down on is time waste. And if that's the way that you're going to do it, I don't mind that because I'm sick of seeing people get the ball, go out for a throw in, take two minutes to take this throw in or clean ball or take ages on a free kick or stay down with a feigning injury and, and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, so the last two games that have recently sort of just happened today, we've got Poland and Argentina and Saudi Arabia and Mexico tonight in just less than an hour. So we can see those uh, later on, obviously talk about those later in the week. Uh, Australia, Denmark and Tunisia, France. So Tunisia have actually beaten France 1-0, which would have seen them through. Um, there was a Griezmann last-minute equaliser that were disallowed by VAR. Unfortunately, with Australia beating Denmark, that means that Tunisia can't go through and it's Australia and France that go through to the next round. Surprising that. I mean, not being funny though, you would, I don't know who, how the draw has panned out. You'd take Australia every day of the week in the next round of the World Cup, wouldn't you? If you can't be beating them, um, then there's something wrong with you. You would turn around, wouldn't you, and think, oh, France are this fantastic team and obviously they've won a lot in the, the recent years, but they're equal on points to Australia at the end of this, this competition here in this, the group stages, and it's only because they scored a few goals in the first few games that they've ended up finishing top. The only difference. thing I was going to look at, and I'm just looking at it now, to be fair... Is it a weakened team? Yeah. Is it? So they're, uh, they played... Um, I'm going to say, I can't see okay, so Mbappe there. I'm looking at it from here. So you've got they played Camavinga at left-back, um, Tuchimeli in centre-mid, in front of him were uh, Vatut and Fafana. Uh, their front three was Genduzi, Kolo Moani, who is a decent player, by the way, plays for Eintracht Frankfurt, seen a few goes, and Kingsley Coman of Dortmund. Yeah, so they've they, rested the full team. They so basically up. made a number of substitutes. So in the 63rd minute, they brought on Rabiot, Saliba and Mbappe, and then 73rd, uh, Griezmann, and then 79th, Dembele. So they did go for it later on, but... By that point, obviously, we're already over. And, and and to me, they've won two out of two. You know, people might get shit for that. They were still going to be top of the group. And that's the sensible thing from Deschamps to do, is rest of the team. There, there yes is always no. this argument of momentum and carrying it on. But because this is a slightly shortened World Cup, I'd have rested the team. Already true. I think that's a lot of sense in that. Yes, and no. You saw England tried to do it yesterday, didn't they? They made wholesale changes in about the 60th minute, I think. Um made quite a number of changes in terms of the fringe players. So obviously Calvin Phillips, um, surprisingly still no Madison. He clearly does not like James Madison at all, does he? Um, but, no. Uh, yeah, they, that were a bit of a, a letdown for me. But yeah, I, I just don't agree with putting a really weakened team out. I get that France should still have the ability and, and the, the skill to beat Tunisia regardless of the weakened team. But now you're going into the next round on the back of a loss. And yes, it doesn't affect things overall in terms of your group standing, but momentum-wise, I think it's quite a big thing in these types of tournaments, especially in knockout stages. Okay, just to play your point through, what happens if they're already through, Tunisia could have qualified with a win, or in their mind, depending on the other results, so they're going for it. You play the full team, some Tunisian fucking monster centre-back comes in and crocks I knew you were going to say an injury. And then says, all of a sudden, their best player, and it's like, he would get pelted... Why the fuck did you play him when you were already through? Not having that, because that's the same thing as saying if you get injured in training by a straight tackle. It's part and parcel of the game. You can't legislate for injuries in the same way that... Don't get me wrong, Mbappe may be rest because you're a star player, but I'm not having that you can't play Olivier Giroud. Yeah, yeah. No, And again, I'm not playing the full heel here. To the, I think Mbappe is the one I would have wrapped in cotton wool. He is so crucial to France and him playing that if he had got injured or taken a massive challenge and got... That would have been a massive blow to them. So 
maybe not the wholesale changes. I, I I don't disagree with you on the momentum point, but every day of the week, if I'm Deschamps, I wouldn't have played them back. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have brought them on. If I'm honest with you, if you're going to be top anyway, then what's well, the point that, in that, bringing him on? That's the point that I'm making there. If you're bringing him on, you're obviously wanting to win the game. But if you're wanting to win the game, why are you playing such a, a weakened team? So you can't True. do both ways. Do it either. Just say, look, if we lose, we lose. Who cares? But We're that, that makes no sense to me. The, if you've gone that way to wrap him in cotton wool, yeah, to then bring him, him on. Exactly. Yeah. That, I, 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 I agree with you that it's uh, you can't have it both ways. I'd have just left him off. Keep him wrapped up. We're already through. Unleash him in the next game. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, that's pretty much it for this episode. We've got, obviously, the, the games tonight. Is there any point in previewing them? So we've got Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and then Argentina, Poland. Anyone can go through in that group, weirdly. That, I mean, that, that, isn't that what we want, though? Yeah. In terms of a, a, fa- a neutral fan, no interest in any of those teams in terms of like, oh, they're a, a linked nation or someone you support. Made the best fucking teams who have the best performance go through. But Poland, Argentina could be a sleeper. I hope Mexico beat Saudi Arabia 1-0, qualifying second, and I hope Poland batter Argentina so that that means that on goal difference Saudi Arabia go through in an ideal world. Yes, yeah, sadly it can't happen if it's looking at the table. I think anyone can qualify, but I don't think Saudi Arabia and Mexico can qualify. No, it's got to be. That would be nice if that, yeah. that, that would be the dream for them to qualify, other, not the other two so. out, so they play each other. But um, that should be... A decent game. Well, Poland just... conceded, yeah. So, and I mean, you've got two to clash of two of the. I mean, again, both fading forces because of their age. But Lewandowski and Messi both start for them. You know, mm. that, that's the two captains as well, if I'm not mistaken. Lewandowski uh, getting his first World Cup goal this World Cup, aren't they? So, we'll Messi, see. I think, was in his last goal now one behind or equal with Diego Maradona's record. I hope he doesn't score, and I hope they get knocked out. Um, that, as you say, that's got the potential to be um, uh, an enjoyable game. I would yeah, say I'll, I'll that's definitely, definitely the one I'll be watching. Yeah, that's the one I'll, I'll be watching. I'll be keeping my eye on Saudi Arabia and Mexico, but obviously Poland, Argentina looks far better. But um, no, that's it for me. Anything? Anything else? No, we'll do the next one in a, in, a, in a few days, and we'll keep it a little bit brief uh, or a bit more um, regular. Than yeah, and we'll get back um, on schedule with the actual tapping up episodes. Obviously, now I'm back in the country. There's no excuse. Um, we'll get back to normal stuff. We don't have to. We know you've all been massively <laughs> the voids in your life without our voices and our ridiculous well, they've had opinions. Your voice. On non- yeah, true. It's probably. I, I think the tone was different. I did have a little listen back to myself, and it was like miserable. Uh, I'm a fucking on my own, like a miserable old cunt. Whereas maybe you don't have anyone to call you out on it, do you? I don't have anyone to twat. say what stupid points they've made or say about ridiculous you or you. say I wouldn't give you the complete opposite yeah. opinion just to be a cunt I'll tell you what Jake Paul's been doing this week which obviously I'll, I'll save that for Friday's episode yeah I've, I've, I've known nothing that's happened on social media in the last two oh, weeks don't you worry I've got, I've got a lot this week but um, yeah that's all for this episode of the Tapping Cup and keep tuned uh, and we'll get our next episode released this week